like in my ears, I sound pretty cool. But it turns out uh, I, I sound like a whiny bitch. We're not talking about what you say. We're talking about how it sounds when you say it. Welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast, episode 63, with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Woo! Alright, thank you for the introduction, Samuel. Welcome to another edition of the Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast. How's it going over there, fellas? Doing okay, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. I just saw, I forgot, Sam, that you were drinking Mississippi Mud. This is going to be a hilarious episode. It's like a jug-o-beer. Yeah, it looks like an old-timey bootleggers jug. I'm not sure that that this was sealed. It was. I opened it. Oh, okay. How big is that? Uh, It is... It is a quart. (laughs) I don't know what that is in normal measurements. What? Like, what would you like it converted into? (laughs) A quarter. This so is a quarter of a gallon. To like a bottle of beer. How about nine hundred forty-six milliliters? Does that help? Oh yeah, totally. What is this? I don't know. They only use fluid ounces on mine. Well, would you like to tell us what you have? Nine hundred forty-seven milliliters of. Uh, this is Mississippi Mud, famous slow brewed, black and tan, Porter Pilsner beer, and it's in like a, kind of like a smaller version of a. Uh, of like a moonshine jug, like you know the kind where you're supposed to hook over and like. No one can see that, but I was moonshine drinking. You sure were. I didn't even know that was the thing you were supposed to do. That, yeah, I mean that's. Well, moonshine jugs are like enormous, so you kind of need to do that with those if oh, they're full. Gotcha. I know a thing or two about uh, you know. Moonshine. I mean, just ruralisms in general, as a southerner. Gotcha. <laughs> So, uh, I've had that before. What's what's the ABV on the Mississippi Mud? It's pretty low, isn't it? It's like 4.5? Three sex, I assume you're rigorously looking this up. I'm on it. It's 5. It's 5%. Oh, it's 5. Okay, alright, it's 5%. I also remember uh, not particularly liking it. What, do you, what are your thir- first thoughts there? You know, it starts out... I mean, black and tan black and tan is stupid. It's a stupid thing. It's dumb. It's a stupid dumb thing, and it starts out just like, kind of like, if you could take backwash and make it really aggressive. It's kind of like aggressive backwash at the front, and it actually kind of it fades to like a smooth, calm porter. So like that's kind of like a watered down porter, is what it's like at the end. And actually, I I think that's kind of nice. It's a, it's not super flavorful because it's half pilsner. But the, the porter aspect of it, like, it makes me want to try if they didn't mix it and just sold the porter, because I think it actually might be decent. Yeah, that's how I feel about pretty much every black and tan. Just give it to me separate, please. Yeah, and flush the pills. <laughs> I don't know, I'm alright with both Boris, what are you drinking this week? Uh, so I've got Dogfish Head's Pumpkin Ale. It is 7%. Love me some Dogfish Head, 60-90 minute IPAs, good things. It's got a pretty sweet, like, demon, zombie, raccoon-type thing on the front. So give it a shout-out for the, the album art here. I think it's a bear. Eh, it's kind of small and cute, though. I don't know. I guess bears can be small and cute sometimes. 
But yeah, love me some pumpkins too. So maybe one of my favorite brands and one of my favorite styles will collide in one of my favorite beers. Let's find out. It's good. Um, it's got not very strong pumpkin. It's a little more biting than I guess like the smooth pumpkin pie. It's almost got like a little metallic on the end. Like, you know, when you bite your tongue and it's a little irony. Yeah. Like coppery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know. Tyler, when he was announcing his beer, you were making a disgusted face. What was that about? Oh, uh, I had just tasted my beer. Oh, what a great transition. Yeah. Boris, were you done describing uh, yours? I am done. I was going to make fun of Sam for being from the same brewery or the same town as his brewery and how it's in the north. Uh, I'm not from, I'm not from Delaware. I thought, is this not Frederick? No, that's oh, damn it. Flying Dog, not Dogfish uh, Head. I got my, yeah. I got my dog. There's dog part. breweries all over the place. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Good thing I didn't. So, uh, I really shouldn't have tasted this before I introduced it because I kind of had an introduction all worked up. I have Lost Coast Brewery's uh, 25th Silver Anniversary uh, Belgian Style Ale, and I was like super pumped. It's 8.8 percent. I love Belgians. Uh, Lost Coast is usually pretty good. And then I tried it, and it sucks. Oh, it's so bad. It's just, oh, it's just boozy. It's just, ugh. I mean, it looks good. It smells super diacetyly, but there's no banana. I mean, there's some spiciness in there, but it really kind of tastes more like a scotch ale than anything. And not a good scotch ale. I'm not happy. Did you say it was called 25th Silver Anniversary? Yeah, the 25th is the silver anniversary, but both of those are on there. I'm thinking maybe it's like your first silver anniversary is your 25th anniversary, your second silver anniversary is your 50th anniversary, and 25th silver anniversary is your 625th anniversary. Well, if they've been making beer for 600 and however many years, um, their Belgians should be better than this. Yeah, it's probably not that old. I bet that brewery is, is not that old. There are okay. Here's a hilarious um, little thing. Did I already did I already say this? I probably already mentioned this. A hilarious show. thing, not on this show. <laughs> so uh, I think I have mentioned this before, but Lost Coast Brewery. It's in Eureka. It's pretty close to me. You can go and eat there, whatever. And um, there are Craigslist rumors that uh, white supremacists like to hang out there. Craigslist and, rumors, and, you say? I think you Craigslist have talked th- about those. Didn't you say there's yeah. one? One beer in particular that's like a Nazi yeah. beer? Well, they ordered Great White. Oh. Ugh. What are they, sharks? Uh, well, uh, fucking awesome joke, Borst. You're killing it. You're killing it, Thanks. and I love you. Thanks. Um, wait, okay, so what's a, what's a Craigslist rumor? Do they, like, post on Craigslist that they're meeting up there? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, man, I'm going to start... I'm going to find some businesses that I really don't like around here. There are plenty... And just start po- posting on Craigslist that we should have uh, neo-Nazi meetups there. It's just in the rants and raves, and I bet you it's just somebody, like, fucking with everybody. But, boy, people on Craigslist rants and raves sure get angry at what other people post. What do you expect? It's called rants and raves. That's true. I don't know. I read a lot of the Craigslist categories because they're so funny. People are just goddamn crazy. I feel like you would really like the rants and raves session... Since you're addicted to rage. Yeah, I do really like the rants and rave section. Um, a lot of them are, are based towards prostitutes. Like, this one corner, there's this one prostitute, and she's great at sex. Like that? No, uh, 
Well, no, more like, look at this dumb prostitute, just got arrested again, but she'll be back working those corners soon enough, stupid prostitutes, and then it'll have a picture of some prostitute. <laughs> I, I don't know what anyone's hoping to achieve here. I don't know. I told you, people are crazy, but yeah. it's they're pretty amusing to read. But God, this beer is really bad, and I was really excited for it. Now I'm not happy. Not happy at all. What do you... So, mm, eh, I don't even know how to move on from this disappointment. But, uh, I don't know. Sam, you, you say you've been using some, some brand spanking new technology to increase your uh, porn title game. Oh, yeah, it's just a website that uh, just tells you a random movie title, and I've been seeing what I can pornify. The medium is play that was made into a movie that's how i found it on this site but i it was originally a play so this is a porno where people make a huge fucking deal about the sex much ado about fucking uh not fucking you can do better than fucking nothing oh man nothing's good too that's not what it was though keep going uh i don't know man i'll just give me the credit. I no, yeah, you did a great job. It was uh, Much Ado About Stuffing. I, I like Much Ado About Nothing. You should have just ended it. Okay, fine. It was now Much Ado About Nothing. There we go. There we go. Okay, so, well, that reminded me of one that I'm sure we've done already. Can um, I just, can I interject something real quick? Yeah. For the listeners, I assume it's hot at Tyler's place because he's shirtless and he's, and he's wearing headphones so he doesn't have an echo. But every time he turns his head... It looks like the headgear that uh, like high school wrestlers wear, and he's shirtless, so he really looks like he's about to go lose a big match. It's great. Oh, that's rude. All right, what's your title? This is Ejaculations in July. It's also a play. Midsummer Night's Cream. That's the one! Didn't we do that one when we did all of the... I feel like we did that one... We had a bunch of Shakespeare's. Yeah, I said we probably did it before. Okay. I thought of some, but I read them and they're bad, and I don't really want to do them. <laughs> okay, um, it was a long day, and they were good when I thought of them, but now they're not. Uh, I I have one that I'm I'm gonna do on three stacks' behalf. Uh, this is kind of a tough one. It's it's a oh, bit man. it's kind of sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna do a title. I had a flash of inspiration. Okay, you can put your hand down. You can get next. No, I'm just I gotta remember it. Though. Just do it right now. I have this written down. I don't want to do it right now. Do yours now. You do it. God damn it. You do yours. God damn it. This is uh it's it's a little bit more of a how to type of porno. And it's it's about the uh the physical structures require to achieve female ejaculation. Original medium is television. Television. The physical structures required. Yeah. For ejaculation. Well, that could be anything. Female ejaculation. Well, I guess any ejaculation, but I think it works better as female ejaculation. Is So is squirt in there? Squirt, squirt is not in there. Not in there. Uh-oh. What else do you call female ejaculation? Did, did I do it Did I do it justice three stacks? I guess. She looks dissatisfied. I don't know. Is, I feel like female well, ejaculation is, in fact, just throwing them off needlessly. Yeah, but you don't need a how-to about how to make a dude come. Maybe you don't. <laughs> just, just rub it like you're what, trying to start a What fire. does that even mean? It means you make dudes come. It's a, it's a gay joke. I implied you're gay and you're not. That's why it's funny. 
Well, Boris, you gotta work your burns today. I know they're bad. Sorry, everyone. Guide? Is guide in there? No. Manual? No. The fact that it's a how-to is more kind of just how I was weaving my way into the description. So it's about making someone ejaculate, come, whatever. Yeah. Okay. It's coming there. No. Okay. Squirt. Spray. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's it. Oh good spray. Well, it's spray not love. Spray wash. That doesn't no. make any sense. <laughs> I also like spray wash. That's <laughs> funny to me. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. I I think that the title, if I'm not mistaken, is uh um. Is a play on a medical textbook? Oh, oh, okay. Spray's Anatomy. Spray's Anatomy. Hey. Okay, alright. So, this is another play. You guys might not know it, but you might. It's a famous play, but you guys aren't very play-oriented, are you? Nah. Nah. We like employable skills. <laughs> you know what? Maybe Better? I just won't do it, actually. Better? Nobody's gonna know this one. Okay. Maybe I just shouldn't do it. No, bring it on. Try it. See what happens. Okay. Maybe we'll surprise it's you. It's a play. It's about um, putting putting butts and penises on uh, elderly people's faces. The old man and the peen. <laughs> no, that's not a that's, play. That's not a play. It might have been. I, I just know that it's some sort of famous work. That's probably the closest you guys are going to get. It's a good effort for us. Well, give us a little time here. Uh, butts and penises on old people. That's yeah, like uh, specifically specifically on, on the, the on this area of the old person. Above the neck is what he's referring to for the listeners. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how it's our town. I don't think it's <laughs> our town. Okay. Here's here's a little clue. Um the word for butt, uh you would probably hear an Englishman say this. Uh bum? Not bum. Heiny? Not heiny. I don't know what they use other than Oh, bum. arse? It's ours. Mm. That's the one. Oh. Oh. What do you got, three sacks? Drop it on us, three sacks. I don't know specifically how he's going to word this, but it's arson dicks on an old face. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> okay. You, you were right to make certain assumptions about Boris and myself. What's the original called? Arsenic and old lace. Sure. Huh. It's about murder. Murder like old I've, people. I've heard of that. I wouldn't have been able to, like, name it or write it down, but I don't know. Whatever. I think it's funny. Good job, Three Stacks. Way to go. <laughs> All right. Are we... We're done here, probably, right? We're done yeah. with this one? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, article time. What, do you, what the hell is yo? Yo? Yo is like... It's like an exclamation. It's kind of like a greeting. Shut up, you. There's, okay, uh, according to uh, Mashable.com, there is this thing called Yo. It's a messaging app. Oh! Oh, shit, no, I heard about Yo this weekend. I forgot about it. How did I hear about that? Was I drunk? I'm trying to remember who told me about it. I feel like it was, like, Shoop, maybe? It's a thing Shoop would be into. You literally, so, it just sends Yo, and it sold for, like, a million dollars. Yeah, is that it? You just it just says yo to someone. It somebody? just sends someone yo. It's like it's like a poke on Facebook, but without the whole part of Facebook that's not poking. Okay, so it's driving me insane. So I can't hear totally So this is a dumb thing. It sounds to me. Yo sounds dumb. It is dumb. But on top of this dumb thing, 
there's a beer-related dumb thing called beer, which I guess does exactly what Yo does, but it just sends beer to whoever you choose to send it to on your contact list. So it's like to offer them beer, to suggest drinking beer, to ask if they have beer? It's just an app, and when you click on it, it sends beer to, to whoever you want. And uh, So the only way this could ever be a thing is if you're in the same room with someone and like have some horrific injury to where you can't talk and need a beer from them. And also you can't text them somehow, even though you're holding your phone. Right, well, because any other application of this, like, even if I sent you beer, you would have to be like, are we getting a beer together? Are you asking if I should come over for a beer? Like, you need what kind of beer? already. Should I bring the beer? Like, what's good? Yeah, so then you'd have to follow it up with, like, a normal text message or a phone call with, like... And it, it, it does not help that uh, the message... It, it's beer and then a question mark... And an exclamation point. Like, without taking up however much memory on my phone and showing my information to however is paying them for it, I can text you beer? Yeah. You can text it in multiple languages. Cerveza. I mean, I can't, but... This app can do that? Yes. Yeah, oh. so you send, you type in beer, and uh, it, translate it translates it to whoever you're, you're sending it to. To whatever their phone's language is set to. That's still super dumb. Hey, uh, yeah. can I can I make an interjection about Yo? Please do. Ever Please since do. we were talking about Yo, I've been racking my brain for where I heard of this because I I knew I'd heard of it recently, and I just couldn't put my finger on it. I just just kind of thinking it must have been someone really savvy. Like who are like my coolest friends that I've been hanging out with lately? And then I figured out who I heard it from. And it was at Dungeons and Dragons that I heard about this. <laughs> oh man, who have you been playing Dungeons and Dragons with? Just some work fools, J Balls among others. Oh, J Balls, friend of the show. He's he's the dungeon master. Oh, nice. All right. So, yeah. So now, if you want, you can download an app that will just let you say beer to to people on your contacts list. I think I'm going to just start texting people that. And then they're going to be like, did you get that stupid app? And I'll be like, nah, man, I'm just texting you. It's no matter. Uh, yeah. It's, your phone can already do this. It just takes your thumb a couple more strokes. I don't see the point. Yeah, no, this is fucking stupid. Well, to be fair, the people who made Yo are millionaires. So I don't know if they care about our criticism that much. I've just, I've been thinking, like, we're, like, we do some, some programming I mean, Boris is much more adept than I am, but, like, that's a skill that I'm developing, and I'm just, like, this is, like, the golden era for this. I need to cash in now and make some stupid app and make a bunch of money, and I've just been thinking, you know, all you need is one good idea and some talent at programming and time, but, I don't know, this is making it look like all you need is one okay idea. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, the first app that comes up if you search beer on an iPhone is iBeer Free, drink beer on your iPhone, which literally just lets you fake drink a beer. <laughs> I, would rather, I would rather have an app that lets me fake drink a beer. Can you get that right now? So it looks like there's uh, some... Is it, does it cost money? Please don't spend money on it. No, it's free. There's like a, a gyroscopic element to it, so like as you tilt it, the beer sloshes towards your gullet. But... 
English. That's like kind of cool. Like that would be fun to write. This would just be. This hilarious visual trick Yo. behaves like a real glass of beer. Tilt to drink, shake for foam, even pour eye beer into other iPhones. Actually, that's kind of <laughs> sweet. That's so cool, though. <laughs> Uh, see, that's what we should have been talking about this whole time. I beer free. I wonder what the range is. Like, can I toss you a beer out of my phone and you, like, catch it in your phone from the other side of the room? My guess is this functionality is not very good. (laughs) It's a free app, Yeah. You don't have an iPhone, do you? I don't. Okay, you need to find someone else with an iPhone so you can test this. Uh. Oh, see if you can slosh some to Becca from from here to California. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, you guys will be happy to know... That after a long dry spell, I finally found some food again. Oh, you! <laughs> yeah, this actually might have been my best score yet. Was it a filet mignon? Not a filet mignon. Roadside cream been... cheese for your roadside bagels. Dog, I don't like cream cheese. You're the worst Jew ever. I know, I'm terrible. I don't like lox. I don't like the filter fish. Oh, Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, happy New Year. We, I, I made three, I figured it out at 9.30 at night and made three stacks go with me to Target to get That's apples awesome. and honey. <laughs> That's funny. My mommy sent me some. Uh, of course she did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was at work and I was just so horribly bored that I decided to clean uh, like all the trash out from out front of the store. Because like where we are... Uh, I don't know if they're hobos, but people who don't seem to have anything better to do just kind of hang out and leave their trash all over the place. So I was cleaning up some trash, and I was like, oh, man, this this trash-to-go box seems awfully heavy. And I opened it up, and inside was a, uh, a bacon, cheese, turkey, lettuce sandwich. Not a bite taken out of it. Looked like somebody had gotten a to-go box and just forgot it there. I mean forgot it there on the ground in a bunch of trash but you know still have you ever seen that episode of seinfeld no okay basically uh george opens the trash can and there's a full eclair on a napkin with no bites taken out of it and he takes it out of the trash and takes a bite out of it and someone sees him like his girlfriend or his girlfriend's mom or somebody sees him and he's yeah. like, and he's like, it's fine. There was a napkin, and he's, like, oh, Georgie, Georgie, Georgie. Yeah. Would I guess? I guess my point is, would if someone was watching you this whole time, would you have still eaten it? Yeah. Like, would you look look at someone, see them looking at you, pick it up off the ground, look back at him, open it, look back at him, and take a bite, locking eyes? No. I prefer never breaking eye contact with them. Like pulling it out of the trash. Opening it, no. putting it right in your butt, I, and just straight in your butt. I mean, I didn't eat it right there. Like, I opened it up, and I was like, hey, that's a whole sandwich. And then I brought it into the store with me, and I ate it in the store. Does that make it better? I don't know. I mean, I guess I do try to hide every time I pick up ground food. I still eat the ground food, but I guess I do try to pretend like I didn't just pick up a bagel off the sidewalk. I'm still just more worried about the health implications than the social implications of <laughs> trash food. Yeah. Yeah, but this was like, this was a perfect sandwich. It was tasty. It was a really tasty sandwich. I'm just trying to figure out how to prank you when I come visit you. <laughs> you start like buying sandwiches and just leaving them yeah. everywhere. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like leave a trail of Skittles on the ground 
and there's gonna be nothing at the end, and you're gonna be like, what was this leading to? And I was like, you just ate eight Skittles! Give me a break! <laughs> I'd be happy. I wouldn't even complain. I love Skittles. I think you should put a box with a stick on it at the end of it. <laughs> string tied to the stick. And then when he gets under the box, you pull the stick. And he gets trapped. You trap a Tyler. Well, like, it had been a while since I found any free food, so I'm happy to be back in the game. The free food game. I, I I like thinking of this as like back of the game like there's a community. Like <laughs> like Polly was like, He's back, I haven't seen you you know. <laughs> there's, yeah, guys, there's, sorry, I've been buying food from established places. There's there's message boards and shit where people talk about the best spots to find things on the ground. Oh uh, <laughs> man, that would be pretty useful. You should go to the park. <laughs> And uh, when old men are breaking off pieces of bread and throwing them to the ducks, you just swoop in. Like, I'm a duck now, motherfuckers! <laughs> Fuck you, other ducks. This is my bread. That would be so low. Could you imagine doing that? Like, scaring off a bunch of ducks so you can get the... No, Tyler, bread? I can't imagine doing that. But I can't imagine you doing that. <laughs> I also can't imagine eating sandwiches out of the trash, so... <laughs> well, you know, each their own. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully I find some more ground. It's always a good day when I do that. I imagine you two haven't been living any fantastically exciting lifestyles. I came up with a uh, an invention of sorts the other day, and I ran it by my uh, my lunch crew, and we were kind of split 50-50 on whether this was useful. So my invention is I want there to be uh, like a semicircle, like a hockey crease around every door, and if someone is outside of that semicircle, there are no social implications of not holding the door open for that person. Okay. But then I, I can't play my favorite game, which is to open the door, look back at someone 35 feet away from me, and leer at them. And, and try to force them with my mind to speed up just slightly. Well, that's what, what spurred this, uh, this thing is I broke my leg a few weeks ago, and I can walk around. Um, I've just got this boot on, it's not very comfortable. But I was, like, walking... And someone, like, way far in front of me. Like, this guy could have totally closed the door and I would have hold, held him no ill will. Um, like, looks back at me and holds the door open. So your, your natural tendency is to kind of, like, shuffle along. And I took yeah, this weird got, shuffle yeah. step, like, forgetting that I have this boot on. And it, it hurt. And then he felt bad because he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you run, crippled guy. <laughs> and I was like, no, I just, it's, uh, I don't know. Like, and he was just trying to be nice. And I was like, no, I just, like, I wanted you to just close the door and keep walking and, like, don't, don't do anything. No, here's what you do. Uh, you stop dead in your tracks, whip out your phone, and just stare at it. <laughs> Until he closes the door, then, you, then you're on your way. <laughs> and as soon as he closes it, I just open it behind yeah. him. And then, you know, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have similar problems, because I bike around all the time now. Like, that's my primary mode of transportation. And all the time, uh, cars, like think they're being nice to me by like letting me go early in the in the right of way uh but it's faster for them to just go and i get confused because the right of way exists for a reason right. so it's exactly the same thing like they try to be nice and it just fucks everything up when you're driving being nicer isn't always safer and yeah. it's not always more efficient either that's why i'm never nice when i drive yeah there you go I'm kind of of the opin opinion that pedestrians should really almost never have the right of way. Like, <laughs> they're slow. They're like, if you're a pedestrian, figure out how to get around the cars. I, I feel so bad as a pedestrian sometimes that I'll, like, 
you know, I, oh, I, I always walk pretty fast if I know that I'm delaying somebody. Uh, but once I, I broke, I broke out into a, into a healthy pace jog and stole a glance Ooh. at the driver and he saluted me. <laughs> and I was like, I, I feel like this has all been justified. Everyone should do this and everyone else should make everyone else feel good about it. Like a, a Luke Skywalker to R2-D2 get my lightsaber ready off the, off the boat at Jabba's oh. place. You know what I'm talking about? I think that's the coolest salute in the history of movies. Boris screwed up on the Star Wars last week, so he's stepping his game up this week. It's it, just a moment that stuck with me. He's been Googling Star Wars deep cuts. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I was so sad. Dude, it worked. I've got a boner. You're welcome. <laughs> We're not even as sure if you have pants on, so. <laughs> uh, mystery's all part of the fun. Okay, so article time. Another article. Uh, okay, so from grist.org. Uh, Belgian Brewery Plans Beer Pipeline. Uh, the city Bruges in Belgium. Uh, have you guys ever seen that movie in Bruges? That's a funny movie. I have not seen it. No, but when I was in Brussels, there were some guys that we talked to at the train station for a while. They were going to Bruges solely because there's a movie called In Bruges and they wanted to see it. Yeah, it's a funny movie. I recommend you guys see it. But, um, anyway... The real-life city of Bruges is planning on building a pipeline to deliver beer from this really old Gethausmann uh, brewery across the town to the new the company's new bottling plant. Because I guess right now there's like a whole bunch of beer trucks rolling through the city all the time. Like, uh, how much does it say here at the end? 500 trucks a year roll down the city transporting beer to get bottled. And so they're going to build this underground pipeline to try to get the trucks off the road. 85% um, of the town's traffic? 85% of the town's truck traffic. Oh, okay. Well, it, yeah. says, lorry it says lorry traffic, and lorry is a word I don't recognize and don't respect, so I just skipped it. <laughs> yeah, lorry is uh, uh, what they say on the continent for uh, trucks. But, so, okay, so they say it's for, like, a uh, quote... This idea is born of environmental and quality of life concerns, says company director Xavier Veneste, um, which sounds nice, but, like, how much disruption is going to be caused by building this giant pipeline through an ancient medieval city, you know? I can't imagine it's zoned for any of this. Yeah, I, I feel like it sounds nice, but um, it sounds like maybe a terrible fix actually an uh, underground uh, beer pipeline it depends on how long term they're looking i guess i feel like they gotta like the cost to install a pipeline is gonna be a lot so it better save you a lot or you better be willing to do it for a long time well it says again it says it's not it was born of environmental and quality of life concerns not economic ones so i think huh. they're doing it literally only to get rid of the trucks and maybe the trucks are that bad but 500 a year I, I don't know that's like that's less than two a day right it is it is 85 percent of the town's elevator traffic sorry i i'm so bad at translating things into european yeah i don't know like on the first on first glance it sounds like a kind of a nifty idea but then when i'm thinking about all the costs Going into building this pipeline, I don't know that it's worth it, Belgium. Yeah, but at the same time, you're not Bruges' city planner. You haven't read all the research. Like, 
In all likelihood, you don't know what's up. No, I don't. I, I rarely know what's up. But uh, it sounds like, I don't know, it just sounds like a drastic solution. Um, I wish them well. I hope it works out. But yeah, I don't know. It seems wacky. Not what I would do. Can you click on that single bear getting very, very drunk link? Yeah, okay, so let me comment on that. Uh, Wait, do we want to give the listeners any context? No. No? Okay, great. So there's this there's this there's this link on here uh, that says there was once a spill at the Dahalman Brewery that resulted in a single bear getting very very drunk and I saw this in prepro and got excited and clicked on it and it's actually just grisk.org lying to you and sending you to a shitty YouTube video of a bear in a zoo that looks like he's drunk. I mean he he looks he looks pretty drunk. He looks like clinically speaking he's partying. But it has nothing to do with the Havman Brewery's claimed spill. Grist.org is just lying to me. It got me so excited for a drunk bear story, and then it was just a, a shitty YouTube video. Yeah. Are you sure that that bear is not? That's just a bear in a zoo somewhere? Dog, click on the next link, which talks about how the bear texted people. It's just a poorly photoshopped picture of a bear with a phone. Oh, that makes sense. I wouldn't so, say poorly on. photoshopped. I absolutely would say that. That's very bad photoshop. Well, how how well can you photoshop a phone into the hands of a bear? I could do that better with MS Paint. Like, what, what would like, you do differently? Uh, I don't know. Put it in its ears or something? I don't know. Make the phone facing the right way? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. No, he's showing me what he just texted, and I'm, I'm supposed to disapprove. Because he's drunk. That's great. You're drunk right. bear. Oh, get it? It's a... It's, because they like berries. It's a blackberry for a bear. It's also a blackberry. Uh, yes. How can I trust anything that grist.com, or grist.org, excuse me, which is it? Who even knows? How can I trust anything they say if their links just go to terrible photoshops? I, I don't even, I've never heard of grist. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard of them, and I don't want to hear of them again. Well, or their lorries. Or their lorries. Well, Hugh Lorries, okay. Man, if his name was Hugh Truck, he would be so much tougher. Shut up, you. Yeah. Okay. That was such a tangential joke. Because Laurie's Lor- the man's last name. Hugh Laurie? Uh, Played house? Uh, God. You see, you ju- you're not laughing, so I feel like you didn't oh, get it. okay. <laughs> I will keep explaining this to you until you laugh. There, no, there's a tiny chuckle. Uh, Don't know if it got picked up, but uh, I'll take it. Out of pity. Oh, man. So... Like, Wednesday, I think? Maybe it was Tuesday? I don't know. I had to drop the hammer on somebody. Uh, the I hammer, for it. listeners who don't know, is Tyler's nickname for his own fetus. <laughs> but, uh, fetus? Penis? Or what? I couldn't decide whether to say, say phallus or penis. <laughs> I, I, uh, I juked halfway through. <laughs> well, you got me. <laughs> yeah. I zigged and then so, you thought I was going to zag. So, Samuel, you, you've known me for a while. You knew me... Uh, through my most rage-filled days. I used to you mean our Jewish-Muslim relations class? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I dropped the hammer on people quite often, right? Oh, yeah, I it was great. I loved that. Yeah. And as far as I can remember, nobody on the East Coast that I've dropped the hammer on has left the room after being hammered. And yet, I've dropped the hammer on two people out on the West Coast, and they've both immediately fled my presence. Wait, was one of them, someone started to make a Jew joke, and you said you were a Jew, and then he evacuated the party? Yeah, then he just left. Abort. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then this time, 
I don't know. Like, I don't want to go into the full details, but one of Becca's friends was being rude to Becca, and so I dropped the hammer on them, and they started crying and peaced out. I'm going to need more than that. Uh, I know you don't want to give a long, detailed story, but you can't just say, I dropped the hammer. Well, this person was like, I don't know, Becca was talking about how back in the day she used to like uh, Twilight, and after we were done with the conversation, like, long after it could have been a joke, the person was like, how do you even consider yourself like an English person if you like Twilight? And I was like, hang on, dog. You like so much shit. Why would you say that, you giant asshole? And then I just enumerated on all the terrible things they like. Such as? And such as the Jersey Shore. Oh! Oh, checkmate. <laughs> yeah, like, don't even bother. I'm sure there's more, but don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, I just enumerated on all the terrible things they like and how nobody around is a big enough asshole call them out on it, so why do they think they have the right to? And then this person burst into tears and evacuated the building. I don't think it was... I think, if anything, it was less rude than many of the hammers I've dropped and more warranted. And yet people on the West Coast just seem to get right out of the area. Yeah, man, in Pennsylvania, you dropped hammers on people that did not have it coming. To be fair, they were in class, right? Like, from the context I'm getting, you took a class together and would drop hammers on them in class? Sometimes, but not just in class. Because you can't just, like, get up and leave class and start... Well, I guess you can, but, like, I would rather just leave a party that I'm uncomfortable at than, like, leave class. Do you think that one chick got pregnant and dropped out of school because you said a mean thing to her? Because a girl in our class did get pregnant and drop out of school. Did you have such a good argument that you impregnated this girl? In this small segment, I made all the ladies in the area pregnant. Yeah. Flight of the Concords. That's right. Yay! Um, I, no, well, I don't know. I just feel like I used to drop a lot of hammers all the time, everywhere, for no reason. And yet everybody on the East Coast seemed to have the balls to stick around. I just, I wonder what it... I think it's a West Coast thing. People just can't handle the hammer out here. It's it's actually, it's. I don't think it's a West Coast thing that they can handle it. I think it's an East Coast thing that they can. Because I haven't noticed this so much in Madison, but when I, I spent a summer in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and uh, I like got to a point where I really missed the East Coast because everyone was nice and I couldn't be mean to them because I would have felt bad. <laughs> So, like, me and this dude uh, who was from New York, who I think was having similar feelings as me, like, he was, like, my best bud out there, and and we would just say super rude shit to each other, just because, you know, we had that need. You know what? Actually, I think that makes a lot of sense, Samuel. I like that idea. I think you, you've hit it on the head. Three Stacks is looking at me very confused, because she's native to Illinois. She doesn't understand. Have you? But she's like familiar with you being mean. Oh, very familiar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I imagine you uh, going to school in Boston. Like you know how East Coast rude works. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Texas, so I still kind of have the roots of of Southern hospitality, we'll call it. But yeah, it, it was a little weird in Boston when you walk by someone like you don't talk to them if you don't know them. Whereas in Texas, and I guess here, like if you walk by someone on the sidewalk, you say hi to them. Like you just. Hey, what's up? I don't really care what's up, but I'm going to say it because that's, you know, we acknowledge that each we can see each other. Like, it's, there's no point pretending we can't see each other. We can see each other. But in Boston, that was like some sort of assault almost. That on sounds like a way like, to get beat up by someone who's having a bad day. <laughs> just like a hey? Yeah. It's like, hey, what's up? What do you mean, what's up? Do you do that? 
Do you do that here? Well, I guess you wouldn't do it anywhere, would you? Well, no, I'm not big enough. Yeah. Uh, but... I don't know. Like, I say hi to almost everyone I walk past. Like, if it's a big crowd, I don't. But, like, when you're going to the bathroom in the hallway and you walk past, like, one other person in the hallway, you don't say hi to them? No. No. Even if I know them. Unless they're my friend, I don't say hi to them. Oh, yeah, Caitlin thinks you hate her because you don't ever say hi to her. Oh, explain the, tell her this whole segment, and then she'll understand. How about you just start saying hi to her instead? Sometimes I give her a slight nod. <laughs> For me, that's big. I don't want to send the wrong signals. That's so much worse. You're just, like, dangling her, like, oh, is he gonna, is he gonna acknowledge me? Are we gonna be friends? And then sometimes you give her the I little mean, glimmer let's, of Let's hope. be clear. She doesn't need your friendship or want particularly <laughs> your friendship. She just thinks it's a little weird that someone she's met several times doesn't acknowledge her when they are in the break room right. together or something. Ne- next time I see her, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, what's up, yo? And give her a Top Gun high five. And then, she's, and then she's gonna be like, what the fuck just happened? You will throw her for such a loop. <laughs> Do it and report well, back. Okay. I played I played that game in Turkey uh, to the max. There was this girl on my trip there who uh, I noticed I hadn't really talked to her at all. And so the next day I just was super duper mean to her. And then the day after that, <laughs> That's so, not the same game at all! I thought you were going to say nice. <laughs> no, no. I was super mean to her. Like everything she did, I'd be like, oh, nice going, Meg. Like, way to go, Meg, you idiot. Her name was actually Meg. But, uh, <laughs> so I just did that for a day. And then the next day, I was super nice for her. I was like, oh, let me carry your bag, Meg. Like, let me get that for you, Meg. And just every day, it was a new emotion that I, I just stuck to one emotion when dealing with uh, Meg. And did she you, was very confused. Did you ever give her fear? Like, oh, Meg, oh, no, stay away, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think I was ever, I don't think I was ever afraid of her. I thought you that were going to say, uh, not sure whether this was Turkey or one of your other trips abroad, when you met the one woman who was in Landscapes of the Body class, uh, and you hit on her relentlessly. That was the same trip, yeah. To be fair, it was called Landscapes of the Body. No, he hit on her before that. And then he, like, like we would be in the class, and, like, this is a super, super hippie class, so, like, we had uh, massage time every now and then, and he would be like, oh, I'm coming for you. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> that's not hitting on. That's That's... Different. Well, uh, I don't you know could what say, to call it. What's the word for that? Sexual Screaming. harassment. Yeah, yeah, no, that one. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I mean, she, she took it in stride. She wasn't scared of him. Like, I think she thought he was funny and a little annoying. Uh, yeah, that's just, probably it. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> I think the teacher. I think the teacher had like some announcement she made that was pretty much directed at me creeping on Aaron. Really. Do you, do you not remember that? Like, no. when she was talking about how, like, everybody has to be comfortable with what partner they chose. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That class was funny. <laughs> that class was funny. All right. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with beer, though. Oh, man. This article is great. Uh, it's two punching bags in one. We always hate on Budweiser. And I think... I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I feel like it's fair to hate on the Redskins at this point. Yeah. Well, I've I've hated the Redskins since before I knew that that was like a bad word. Right. Just I just because I'm kind of from that area, and so there's a shitload of Redskins fans, and they're all d bags. <laughs> so I, when I when I realized how like terrible a name Redskin was, then I was like actually super stoked that people hated them. And it's been increasing ever since. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So uh, the Redskins are selling bottles of Budweiser from the World Cup. 
uh, at their stadium. Just the straight up FIFA World Cup Brazil bottles. Um, they shipped them from Brazil to Washington D.C. to sell at football games. Yeah, and they're hell why wouldn't you sell them in Brazil? I don't understand this. Because in uh, Brazil sports stadiums, uh, Brazil is one of those countries that like riots when they lose, um, yeah. and so they don't sell alcohol in Brazilian sports stadiums because <laughs> drunk people are more likely to kill people. FIFA I, made them change the laws. You talked about this on the show. Yeah, I've talked I, about this on I'm the show. I'm just, I'm not sure. I feel like you've made an accusation that's unfounded and a little slanderous that drunk people are more likely to get irrationally upset. I, I'm going to need 8 to 12 examples before I believe this. No, what sorry. What you got in your fridge? <laughs> Remember that time you ordered a buffalo chicken pizza and I got drunk and it was too spicy so I cried? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's well, this, your evidence. This sounds like a story for... No, that's, that's, that's the whole story. Is this story. At the place on Friday? No. No. Okay. I did make fun of her for it there because I got a buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah. Sorry, enough about buffalo chicken pizza. Is there such a thing? Tell us more about this article. Okay, so let's all... First, we can all have a good laugh at the Redskins and Budweiser for selling... Actually, I don't even know if it's Budweiser's fault. Whoever wholesales Budweiser to the Redkins. Uh, for them goofing and selling just clearly expired beer. But what I think is actually really interesting is that uh, Budweiser has a track your bud feature on its website. Where you can type in like a little code on the bottom of the Budweiser and it'll tell you if it's fresh or not. Like they, Which, ha- like they have batch IDs or something? Yeah, yeah. And I guess... Um, if it's not fresh, the site tells you that Dan Westmoreland, the uh, brewmaster of Budweiser, would like to buy you a fresh Budweiser. Please contact us. Damn it! So I respect that so much! I'm so frustrated. Know, but you know they're not doing it. There's no way they're doing that for everyone who gets a stale Bud. Well, That bothers wonder, to check, I guess, because I've never heard of this. So I'm sure if you I, mail in an expired beer, they're going to send you a fresh beer back. Yeah, yeah, I bet you they will. I, I, I just wish this article had gone into more detail about that. Because I think that's kind of a cool feature, and I want to know how easy it is to use. Do you have to have a receipt? Like, could I buy could I buy a 30 rack of Bud Light and then leave it in my closet for four years and get a different 30 rack later? Like, obviously, that's not the best scam, but I'm just curious if it would work. You know, I don't know. It does say, it does say contact us, and again, this article doesn't go into much detail beyond that, so maybe... But, uh, I don't know. Either way, it seems like if you get, like, a nasty beer, you might have some means of recourse. Of course, all Budweiser's nasty beer. But, you know, nastier than usual. I mean, Dip, you had, uh, an expired beer on the show, and right? there's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, and I would love, like, a track your beer for, for BrewDog, but those Scottish bastards aren't going to give me anything. A lot, of, a lot of craft breweries will have either a Best Buy date or a We Brewed This date or something. Um, yeah. to, to kind of fill in for that, but not all of them. So sometimes you're just going to have to hope. Yeah. So I, I want to know more about that. Um, if any of us, for some god-awful reason, buy an expired Budweiser, we should we should try to use this feature and see what happens. So this is beer that was not, not just a couple months old, but also likely brewed in the U.S., shipped to Brazil. And then yeah. shipped back. Stored in what I'm sure was not... Like not ideal conditions, refrigeration, yeah. and or you know whatever, and then shipped back to the U.S. Like I feel like the amount of 
effort that went into shipping this beer out. Well, I guess they sold it at a sports stadium. So that beer was probably like 9 to $10. And I, I think just, it says somewhere on there it was like 9 50 something or whatever. $9 a beer, yeah. That, yeah, which is a whole other discussion because fuck yeah. that. But yeah, like there's no way that's more efficient. I guess the only way to make that efficient then is to sell it in like sports stadiums. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Somebody's cutting corners. Somebody's being lazy. But th- this, uh, there's there's a couple of tweets back and forth that like, it seems like an intelligent conversation, some somewhat intelligent conversation about like beer that's clearly gone bad and like how that sucks. <laughs> I don't know. It, I definitely am do not and will not respect Budweiser, but I think this is cool of them. So did they send him a new? No, I guess uh, the guy didn't pass, like didn't really take them up on it. the The guy who originally bought this beer that started the whole thing was like, "Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't really care. The beer yeah. tasted okay." And it's just every other other rational person who's like, "What the hell, man? You just bought old ass World Cup beer." So that makes me wonder if it's like you know, mail in rebates. They make it, like, a huge pain in the ass to do it sometimes, so you won't do it. I wonder if it's not as simple as they're describing, and it's they make you jump through a bunch of hoops and it's not worth it in the end. Well, again, that's why I say I wish I, I wish this article went into more detail. But I, I'm going to give them I'm gonna give them preliminary kudos on what they're doing. I'd say that's fair. All right, project. We'll try and buy expired Budweiser. <laughs> And mail it back into them. Well, let's just ask Brian if he's got any buds sitting around. You know that he does. Oh, he probably and just does. just be like, set a couple of those aside for us. They're not natty, so he won't have drunk them already. <laughs> yep. No, uh, I actually I have something kind of relevant to this. I bought a bottle of rum, like, three months ago. And it had a little mail-in rebate for five bucks. And I was like, I can do that. So I mailed it in. And they sent me back. I just got this, like, two days ago. It's like a postcard and a check on the same device. It's like a square check that has a mailing address on it. But my, my iPhone app, or my, not iPhone app, just phone app, Android app, that takes pictures and then sends them in of checks doesn't recognize it as a check. Mm. So now I have a $5 check and I have to decide whether it's worth like trying to cash it somewhere. And do, you, what's is, your... do you not have a local bank? Not really, no. I have Bank of America, which doesn't really fly around here. I think you could. I think Minnesota's probably got some for you if you're willing to head out there. I mean, it's not worth the gas money at that point. But yeah, it's like I even got the rebate check, and they're still making it a pain in my ass to get the money back. It's a shame Madison doesn't have a hood because they have a bunch of check cashing places. Any hood you go to. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that's true though. Uh, even Eureka, like you drive into town, and the first five places you see are bail bondsmen's and check cashing places. and liquor stores. Well, I even thought about that, but I was like, those things are there's some some sort of scam, right? Like I assume they're not I, the I, most financially responsible. Way my to my cash assumption check. is either they're taking a cut or it's like store credit or something. But yeah, so so again, like. I only have $5 to gain from this. Yeah. So either they're going to cash a check for, like, 20 cents, which I assume they're not going to do, or they're just going to, like, take it or be like, yeah, we don't do less than, you know, $50 or something like that. Yeah. That's a B. I saw, uh, have, have any of you guys seen uh, Nathan for you? Yeah, God damn it. That uh, show makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, I bet it would. Uh, Raider made me watch it when I went to visit him. 
And by made me watch it, I mean he made me watch the first episode, and then I was like, can we watch a million more of these, please? Uh, I've never heard of this. What is this? Okay, so it's this—it's kind of a show, like, if you've seen Bar Rescue, or a show like that, where it's like, a dude goes in, looks at your business, and tells you what you're doing wrong, and fixes it up, except right. this guy comes in, and thinks of one okay idea, and pushes it on you relentlessly. No, 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 no. he thinks of, he thinks of one terrible idea. No, dude, some of these ideas are actually solid, I swear. Okay, the only one, well, no, the only one I remember is uh, he told a clothing store that they should allow people to shoplift. But if only they if they're their, attractive. Yeah, only if they're attractive and make their friends come back to buy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not one of the better ones. Uh, but no. he, he had this guy say his gas was like a buck fifty a gallon or something after mail-in rebate. And, and then everyone came in and bought gas, and they were like, I want... How do I get my mail-in rebate? And they were like, oh, you have to deliver it to this Dropbox, which is on top of this mountain. <laughs> and so, like, they had to get bussed out to the summit and then hike up the mountain. So, like, 90 people went through and bought gas, and only 8 people were willing to take this hike. Like, by the time they go in to get the rebate, they're like, fuck it, I'll just pay for the gas. <laughs> which is, like, the point of the scam. And then yeah. they climbed the mountain... And the, the guy, Nathan, is like, okay, so you made it here. And they went, okay, where's the Dropbox? He's like, well, I have a series of riddles for you. <laughs> and he just keeps asking him dude, riddles. This would, I would be, like, so excited to do this, though. No, dude, it's, you should really look this up. It's really funny. It's, it's a great episode. And, like, and slowly people are like, dog, I've been up here for four hours. I can't be doing this anymore. And they leave. And, like, by the end of it, it's... It's the one guy and three or four people, and they camp out overnight. At that point, you have to, like, see it through. Well, everyone who's up there is an insane person. And it's, <laughs> it's extremely comical. And then at the end, he's like, hey, guys, there's no Dropbox. And they're like, <laughs> we kind of figured that out, and they go back to the hill. And then the video, the, the camera pans to the hidden Dropbox under some trees. It's so good. What? So I assume they only had a Dropbox because legally they have to? Well, my assumption but is like, legally the, those, those people probably got some money out of this anyway. Oh, I'm sure. Because like, they're cause, on TV. Like, you can't put people on TV without... It's, it's yeah. mostly nonfiction, but I'm sure a lot of this stuff is bent. Uh, I, I, I think they just, put, they just panned the box because it's funny at the end. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, I just described a 22-minute television program to you people. Should we, like, not talk about other people's comedy? <laughs> it makes us look bad. It's so good, though. That shit's hilarious. Oh, man. it makes. Of course Rainer would like that. Uh, he likes all that sort of awkward nonsense. But it's really good. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think we're getting down to it, so... Should we do this last article? It's, like, a long one, and it's kind of serious. Or just save it for next week. Or forget about it for next week. Yeah, I don't really want to do it. Oh, there's so I, many words. There's no pictures at I, all. There are a ton of words. It's, it's not kind even of a link to a fake drunk bear. Wait, these these letters are, are red. Oh, click it. Oh, no. It just links to more stuff. Wait, but this has cool visualizations. Nah, this sucks. We'll just never yeah. do this article because it sucks. Sorry, this, <laughs> okay. is the, this is the only one I found this week. That sounds good. Let's never do Sam. Cool. How are you guys, Sam? How are you doing with that Mississippi mud? 
Oh god, it sloshes. Yeah. You didn't have to shake it up when you uh, or pour foam into your glass. I'm not sure that was all foam. There might have been some yeasties. I mean, I've I've had enough of this that I can rate it. Okay. It, it's a big ass jug. It's thirty talents jug. So I've I've had yeah. more than half of it. Do we do we feel comfortable uh, going into rating our beers? I mean, Boris is halfway through his second, so I think we're probably good. All right, let's do it. Who wants to start out? You should. You never start. I never start. That's a good point. So I had Lost Coast Brewery's 25th Silver Anniversary Special uh, Belgian-style ale. I really hated this at first. Like, the first four gulps I took of this were really bad. And I'm not sure if it's just the 8.8% kicking in or if it had to warm up or something. But the rest of the beer wasn't that bad. At first, it was just, it tasted like a scotch ale. It was just super boozy, nothing really Belgian-y or spicy to it. As I drank it, I got kind of more of that thick fruitiness that you kind of expect from some Belgians. It still tasted too boozy. I didn't like the beginning. So, uh, I'll give it like a 5-3, I guess. It definitely came back at the end, and it was a an acceptable Belgian at the end, but I don't know. I probably, it's not really what I'm looking for. There are better Belgian beers out there that I could buy. Oh, who am I supposed to recommend this to? I'm supposed to recommend this to, God, I don't know. If you just want to drink literally everything that says Belgian-style ale, you can drink this. But, I don't know. It The beginning is a lot to slog through. I could see Mitch liking it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it definitely got better. I think this maybe has to be a beer you serve a little warmer, and then the flavors come out. Um, but it just, I don't know. It wasn't a great example of the style. All right, I'll go. Um, so I had Dogfish Head's Pumpkin Ale, 7%. That's about all there is to say about it. It was good. Like, I liked it. I, I do love me some pumpkin ales. I'm more of a pumpkin pie kind of guy as opposed to, like, straight pumpkin in my beer. Like, I like a little cinnamon and nutmeg and stuff. And this one had that, but it wasn't as pumpkin pie as maybe Southern Tier or other, like, pumpkin famous pumpkin ales. Uh, it was a little hoppier than I think I would have liked. It was almost like a too bitter. I don't know. Like, it was trying to be a little sweet, but also more bitter than that. And it kind of had a bit of an alcoholic bite, which for 7%, it shouldn't, I feel like it shouldn't really bite at all. Yeah, you can disguise that if you're good. Right, and so it may have just also just been the hops coming through, like it was bitter and it kicked a little, but it kind of had a little bit of a, a nasty at the end that I didn't like. But other than that, it was a really good beer. Um, I'll give it a 7.5, because uh, it's not my favorite pumpkin, but it's still a solid pumpkin, and I'll recommend it to, I guess if you like IPAs, you'd probably like this. It's got the hops going. If you like Dogfish Head, definitely add this to your repertoire. That's French for repertoire. Shut up, you. And Sam has a, a pack of it already in his fridge, so he's not going to drink any of mine. I'm, I'm a little sick, too. Ew. Andy's a little sick. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, as we've been saying, I'm, I'm a little sick, so I am afraid that maybe uh, that's color my rating. But I think there is not a whole lot to this. It's watery. Uh, it's not a whole lot going on with it. Uh, probably my favorite black and tan. <laughs> at a f- four six, give it a four six for my favorite black and tan. 
it's just like this is boring. Don't don't get a black and tan. Just if you like pilsners, I don't understand you, but buy a pilsner. If you like porters, let's chill and buy us both porters. You know, like don't mix them. That's not what this is for. So I'm gonna give it a four six, uh, but I'm not gonna recommend it to anybody. There's no use case for this. Don't bother. Oh, you know, you know what? If you're uh, if you're like a bumpkin who really <laughs> likes moonshine, but you want to cut down on your overall alcohol consumption, I think this might be good transitionally, just because it's a jug. There you go. I would recommend this for the container and for no other reason. I was about to say that. Like, I like cool bottles. I would get that just because it's in a cool bottle. And, and I'm I don't remember doing it, but I'm sure that's why I bought it. <laughs> Also, at least around here, it's super cheap. I've never seen that before, like, in a store. Woodman's. Woodman's. Yeah, try yeah I, I think I agree with Sam, pretty much, from what I remember. It's not, it's it's fine, I guess, but there's no real reason to drink it. But what are you drinking next week, Sam? You have something more interesting for us? Uh, yeah, I have uh, Crimson Wonder. Mm. We Heavy Scotch Ale, which is pretty redundant. Yeah. Uh, brewed with oak-smoked malts. Valkyrie Brew Co., which I haven't heard of, but it's uh, Wisconsin Brew, so I'm psyched about that. It says unpasteurized, please keep refrigerated. And You it, left it unrefrigerated. And I left it unrefrigerated. I don't know where I got this. So this might be dangerous. <laughs> we'll see. So who I, knows what's growing in there? I don't see an ABV on here, but I my assumption is that it's high. I would imagine. So we Otherwise, have a, they're confused. Yeah. Actually, I'm getting a little suspicious of this beer, but we'll see. I'll drink it next week, and we'll find out. We will. That is the name of the game here at the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. All right. It looks like it's got some weird stuff going on up here. Are we sure it's not corked? Just something to check out no, between you, now and, and next no, Tuesday. No, I'm going to check it out right now. This says this isn't a seal for freshness. So. It's not. Okay, we're good. No, good, good either, Boris. Thanks. No, I'll We've just... have been hurt too many times yeah, before. <laughs> I'll just open that with a bottle opener. What, like a beer? Like a beer, yes. I was thinking, um, well, we still need to do our, our, our beer swap at some point. I oh, guess yeah. I guess I just introduced this, that. so it can't be next week. Cause well, I'm, I can give you two next, or you could drink two next week. Well, this is a bomber of a wee heavy, so that's probably not a great idea. We're also not certain it's drinkable, so. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking at some point, um, I'd like to have Mitch back on. I believe oh, he yeah. was on episode number four. And then I was thinking, you know... Why should my dad have all the fun? I think it would be cool to have um, a couple father-son episodes. Not, like, in a row, because that would probably blow. I just... I I'm, I would love to see your dad on this show, Tyler. I think that could be gold. Oh, man. I think maybe we skip the porn title segment for dad episodes. I think you would need to do a couple without the porn title segments to get my parents interested. Because they keep asking when they're going to get to listen to the show, and I keep just putting it off. Because I'm not going to send my mom a thing where I talk about, like, the Boone cock taints or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, mine already listened, apparently. Yikes. Well, my girlfriend was able to find this show. Mostly because Sam posts it on Facebook. I haven't posted on Facebook since, like, Ep 10, dog. Yeah. Apparently you do, because that's how she found the show. Maybe yeah, she looked be- through my history. Maybe she was looking at my pictures, trying to see if there were any topless pics. There are. Ooh. I know what I'm <laughs> doing tonight. Alright, well, it would be kind of funny to have some some parental interaction. We'll have to let that cogitate, sort out the details, but... Uh, Maybe I'm just it? so optimistic because my dad is a hilarious man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 
I mean, my dad can bring the humor, maybe, but I'm not sure he's a beer guy. We'll see. We'll see. I wonder if we could just do, like, a segment where we just call our parents and, like, ask them for advice on something or for, like, to, to, to just talk for a while and just, you know. Like, like just Skype him in for ten minutes at yeah. a time? Actually, that's a good idea. Well, we like, could. hey, Dad. We can line up some dad Either segments. Either tell them or don't tell them that they're on the show and then, like, <laughs> you know, ask them stuff. I don't know. Okay, I like that. Well, yeah. Well, we've got we've got big things brewing here at the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Fuck you! So, <laughs> I liked it. Go away. Stay tuned. See if uh, see if maybe Sam can can keep the peace here and I can kicked off the show before Dad's coming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I guess stay tuned. Um, we might have some interesting episodes in the future, or we might have the same old shit. But either way, thank you for tuning in. Don't let the bastards keep you down, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.